the social introvert. The most fucked up thing in the UGK contract was there was a death slash jail clause in my contract, which stated that if one of us died or if one of us went to jail, that we could replace that member, but at a lower percentage rate. And I was actually asked if I wanted to exercise this clause when Pimp C went to jail. And this was put in there by the Jive lawyers? Yes, or by your this lawyer? was in the original contract I signed in 1992, a death clause. And I could replace my dead friend, but at a lower rate. What's up, did I? I, I? I was thinking about a bank truck. It's a rare occasion if I ain't up. Talking like I got a point to prove. I'm a real nigga, you a lame fuck. Realest nigga that they ever met, so it's no surprise that I came up. Niggas living in these dressing rooms, cause it's no surprise that he changed up. Help, help, help the boy with his finances. Tell that nigga get his change up. Talking money on the internet, be the same nigga that's bankrupt. I, I, I put diamonds on the side of the ring. From every angle, this motherfucker clean. Motherfucker hit, you know what I mean. TF in the gang, that's the team. Bodies drop when the heat talk, my diamonds dancing. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 512. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as apple podcasts spotify and anywhere else podcasts are available go ahead and give me that follow on social media hop on instagram and twitter at i said davis i have other social media handles as well the instagram podcast page is at the social introvert podcast twitter is at social intro pod you can also hop on tiktok and follow me there as well Follow me there at I Sid Davis and also follow the BYNK Radio TikTok page, which is at BYNK Radio. Go ahead, send your thoughts. You got any questions, you need any advice, could be about anything. Don't hesitate. If you want to send me some like recommendations or hit me to like the latest TV show, doesn't matter what it is. Like I'm I'm rewatching Succession, so that's sort of a sign of me screaming for help, like, hey guys. Give me something new. Like, what's what's new out there, you know? <laughs> I did get one, however, from Cole Jackson, upcoming name podcast. Shout out to Cole Jackson. And he told me about this new movie coming out October 6th called Totally Killer. The trailer's out. It's a horror comedy. And it, it looks fun. It, it looks real cool. It looks hilarious. And I can't wait to watch it. And I'm debating if I should even step out the house October 6th to go see the new Exorcist movie. I said that yesterday. I'm I'm just, I don't know. Uh, but this is something I, I think it's worthwhile uh, sitting down and, and tuning into. There's another horror comedy out there. Came out a couple years ago. I think it's called Freaky with, uh, with Vince Vaughn. That looks funny. I, I didn't give it a chance. It's supposed to be this horror comedy take on on freaky friday sort of speak the the girl that the killers after they switch bodies or whatnot i'm i'm real interested in watching that i think it's on hulu if i'm not mistaken or prime video whichever i'm gonna look for it and, and check it out sometime this weekend or next week maybe uh but yeah it, it looked pretty good so uh, Tory Lanez update. I know y'all sick of the Tory Lanez uh, news. It's like that nigga's behind bars. Who cares? 
let me look for that story. That song that you heard in the beginning of this episode is called Bank Truck Flow by Monroe Flow off of his latest album, Southside Beach. Uh, not, I wouldn't say his latest album because he dropped two more projects after this in the year of 2023. So he's, he's one of them currency LES uh, offsprings, if you want to call him. Larry June, he is the younger brother of Larry June. So it's not surprising that this man is dropping multiple uh, projects uh, within a year. So here we go with the Tory Lane story. Tory Lanez to appear in court seeking release on bail. Tory Lanez was sentenced to 10 years behind bars for his role in Megan Thee Stallion's 2020 shooting last month. According to reporter Megan Cunniff, he is scheduled to appear in court again tomorrow asking to be released on bail. Okay, this was the story that I was talking about. There are some rumors floating around. This must be it. He'll appear before L.A. County Judge David V. Hereford, who gave Lanez his sentence back in August. The performer is looking to live with his wife and child in the LA area to continue his career. Kind of spoke to Michael Friedman of the Friedman firm who claims this will be a tough sell. Generally to get bail pending appeal, you have to show a substantial likelihood of prevailing on appeal, which often means a substantial likelihood you can show error by the trial judge, he explained. So it's pretty rare for a trial judge to find the defense can make this showing about the same judge's own rulings, especially after the judge has already denied post-trial motions raising those same arguments. Good Lord. Hot new hip-hop in their pop-ups. Man, it, man. <laughs> All right. Though it's unlikely the judge will grant his request, it's not impossible. His bail motion insists that he will maintain his sobriety if he's released. The owner of a rehab facility told the judge that Lanes is a good candidate for the treatment though his motion for bail fails to mention rehab. The owner also claimed that they could pick Lanes up and bring him to rehab himself, despite his motion stating that he would be renting a home from a friend. Last week, it was reported that Lanes turned down a plea deal ahead of his sentencing. The deal would have seen him spending only four years in prison. Oh my, what in the hell? He opted instead to take the case to trial which landed him a sentence of more than double what a plea deal would have serving. What? Ugh. Okay, whatever. He's maintained his innocence throughout the case. Share your thoughts in the comment section below. Okay. So this man denied a plea deal, which would have given him four years, but instead decided to take it to trial. Which, what is... Who is his team? I, I don't know, man. Uh, here's one thing. I'm a fan of Tory Lanez, but one thing that I can't admit to of listening to him and how he is off the mic, the man has an ego. So maybe he was a little too cocky for his own good. His ego got the best of him. And uh, no, I'm going to take it to trial. I'm going to prove to the world somehow without taking a stand and, <laughs> and trying to prove my innocence, which is crazy. You turned down four years at you just making it more troublesome for yourself. Like, I, I don't know. I'm hoping this can happen for him. I just, I think it's crazy that that happened. Cause I was hearing some rumblings about the bill and everything. And then there was something that came up about him turning down four years to take 10 years. And I'm like, well, that doesn't sound right. Why would he do that? And then here we are uh, this week as I'm reading this story is 
yeah this is somebody with ego very huge ego like i i really like tori lanes as an artist you can separate the artist from the art sometimes 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 i don't know it's debatable it's up for debate some people can just do it for anybody and there's others who just it, it doesn't matter what they made they just they can't separate it but I can tell you now, as being a fan of Tory Lanez, the man does have an ego. Uh, the man has had a troubled past. I'm not excusing that. And there's this whole thing throughout the whole shooting uh, shooting of Meg the Stallion. Excuse me. There are a lot of people that were like, oh, he's tormented and, and taunted her the entire time, which he never really did. He dropped an album sort of kind of, you know, giving his opinion, but not really. Other than that, he never really antagonized or taunted Meg the Stallion since Daystar came out. He moved on, he made an 80s album, then he dropped another project that was like, was it? Yeah, the new Toronto 3 and some other project. I think it was Playboy and did a live version of Playboy and he just basically awaited the sentencing to see what was going to happen. But in the midst of that, post Daystar, he wasn't really like taunting Meg the Stallion, so I don't know where that shit comes from. All I'll say is good luck, Tory Lanez. Uh, we'll see what happens from here. I I don't think this would happen, but it's weird too because there was news that came out days ago about him getting married to his longtime girlfriend, and then here we are with this appeal and him getting released on bail. Which okay, now I see what they're I see the play. I see what they're trying to do. So yeah, good luck, Tori. Who knows uh, what's going to happen from here. This whole thing is crazy. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, man. I don't even want to talk about it. I'm, I'm kind of sad, in a sense, because I wanted to see what he was going to do in New York. But um, yeah, he's injured. And um, I don't want to talk about it. I, re I really don't. I was, I'm not a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers like that. Like I like him. I think he's cool, but he's not somebody that I keep track of at all. He's a damn good quarterback. I will say that. I just, um, it, it was kind of wild to see that happen. And he just got there. So, yeah, who's, who knows? Uh, Colin Kaepernick currently is trying to get the QB job on the Jets. Don't see that happening at all. I would love for him to get that. That would be great. But I don't see it happening for him. Kind of odd. I'd, why is he still trying to go after this? Even though I feel like he has a right to be in the NFL, but they're they're not going to make it easy for him. I don't even think they want to make it easy. They just get lost. You done fucked up your chances type of thing. I, that's what I think. Who knows? All I say is good luck to Colin Kaepernick and especially good luck to Aaron Rodgers. That's crazy. And I'm, I'm kind of over, you know, just the NFL tuning into it, you know. I'm an NY Giants fan. My guy is gone. Eli is gone. Pretty much everybody that was part of the New York Giants that I really like from way back before Eli Manning up to Eli Manning, they're gone. They're retired. Uh, Tom Coughlin left to go coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, you know, big ups to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like them because they're the underdog. They're not like the team to watch, but... I still love those underdogs and the Jaguars did come close to going to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. That was really fucking cool to see. I would have been talking shit all year because that's that's my best friend's team. So, yeah, man, um, 
but I haven't really been too much hyped on the NFL this time around. I just, I don't know, kind of, kind of out of it. The same goes for the NBA, kind of out of it, especially it really sad me when Kobe Bryant passed, even though he was already retired, but it's just, yeah, only like a couple guys in the NBA, Damian Lillard. Well, that's like my top guy. He's my favorite. And I probably, I only say that because Damian Lillard can rap very, very, very well. So <laughs> when he's not on the court, he's making music and dropping pretty damn good albums. And this current one uh, is really, really good. So matter of fact, um, I'll play something from the Damian Lillard album. Just a couple weeks ago, he dropped a project called Don Dollar. It's pretty dope, man. I like it a lot. Uh, that intro of the album just sets the tone for the rest of the album. And it's, yeah, it, it doesn't disappoint from there. One of my favorite joints off of this project is called My Daddy's Son. And it has a uncredited feature from Lil Wayne. And Lil Wayne just bodies this verse. Like, it's... I'm not the biggest Wayne fan, but I got to give him credit here. Um, this is one of the, the few times where I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. He bodied this shit. But anyway, this is my daddy's son. Check it out. The social introvert. I try to be solid, but so many niggas be faking this shit. Once again, that is My Daddy's Son by Dame Dollar featuring Lil Wayne off of the brand new album, Don Dollar. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check that out. So uh, in recent news, Nas has announced just two days ago uh, that Magic, well, a day ago, I should say, that Magic 3 will be released on September 14th on his birthday. And right after that, Fans out there made sure to remind Jay-Z that Eminem outrapped him on Renegade. Okay. All I say is about Renegade is 
that which is is a song that is on his album the blueprint just go check that out i don't know anyway um my honest opinion on renegade uh the song's overrated i don't think the song is really that good at all um eminem said what he had to say some deep-rooted trauma some issues that he had to get out from the heart jay-z said what he had to say bringing up some old past issues whatever i don't know uh never liked that song uh, the beat was always mediocre to me. Um, I, I don't know. The hook of Renegade is horrible. Renegade! Like, it's just... It was never a good song to me. Renegade was horrible. What? Okay, it's Never Changed, which is track number nine. Then Song Cry. Then... Is it... Is it All I Need and then Renegade? Or is it Renegade, then All I Need? I'm pretty sure it's... The latter. I think it's all I need and then the fucking Renegade track and then Mama Loves Me, which is the final track. Um, Look, I, I just never liked the song. It's not good at all. I thought it was always terrible. Even with the Royster 5-9 verse. Just never cared for it. <laughs> Magic 3's out this Friday. Nas and Hit Boy. It's apparently the finale. This is uh, the last collaboration between Apparently, I don't know if it is the last. They might be taking a break and they'll come back later down the line. But for now, this is the finale for Nas and Hip Boy. And I'm excited to see what we're going to get, you know. Uh, what else do we have going on? Renegade fucking sucks. I don't care what anybody says. Y'all can talk trash or whatever. You tripping. Renegade is, is heat. Let's see what we got here. So the VMAs aired. I don't, I don't, when did the VMAs air? I don't watch award shows like that. Don't care. Uh, this award show for MTV's Video Music Awards looked a mess. Ice Spice won Best New Artist. We'll say that. Shout out to Ice Spice. And I still stand on what I say. It's going to take the almighty Thanos to keep me off of Ice Spice. I like Ice Spice. She's very cute. Apparently, there was a, a little bit of friction or a spat between Meg Thee Stallion and Justin Timberlake. And I think that was quickly squashed. Like it, nothing really came from it, but I feel like this is a report only made for a possible future collaboration between the two produced by Timbaland. I know Timbo and Justin are back together again and working on a brand new album. Uh, so it, it makes sort of sense uh, that, you know, this something like this would come about and we're going to get a collaboration sooner or later. I know that Childish Gambino is confirmed for a Catronada project that's coming, so I'm really excited for that. I thought it was going to be a solo Childish Gambino project entirely produced by Catronada, which I definitely would have been happy about, but I can take this. If it's just one song, I'm cool. Uh, who else? Sexy Red was at the VMAs, too, as well. Doja Cat was at the VMAs, and I think she was, uh, I think she was talking about releasing her, a brand new album called Scarlet. This is what I'll say. Oh, yeah. Quickly, before I get into Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj is, I didn't notice, and I, I listened to the John Effect podcast, but apparently Nicki Minaj is dropping a sequel to Pink Friday, and <laughs> good luck, I guess. I, I don't know. Good luck. There's always that thing where artists drop a project, and it's titled something, like, for instance, um, right now... Redman is still working on Muddy Waters too. Now, if anybody knows Redman and listens to Redman, you already know about the first Muddy Waters. And he announced Muddy Waters 2 
maybe two to three years ago. And I said, look, if he's dropping a sequel to that, it has to be good. Same thing with the game. He gave us the documentary. Then he announced documentary two. I said, the documentary two has to be great or else. Documentary two was pretty damn good. But it's it's very, uh, to me, problematic when artists do this and they got to drop a sequel to an album that, I guess, garnered praise. I don't know much about Pink Friday. I've never listened to Pink Friday, nor do I care to. Uh, but the way that people celebrate Pink Friday, <laughs> Nikki better come with it. That's all I'll say. She better come with it. But yeah, back to Doja Cat. Here's my opinion with Doja Cat. She's annoying. I will say that. But what I can respect about Doja is that she doesn't try to fit within the narrative of what people want her to be. Right. I've been listening to Doja Cat for a long time. I like the pop version of Doja Cat. I like the pop singer. Uh, what album is that? She had like two EPs before that. And then her debut album, which is Amala. I really like Amala. But that I guess that's what she didn't like. She didn't want to do that. She wanted to do things on her own terms. And then here we are with, I can't think of the other name of the album, but uh, the other one is Planet Her. And then we got this one that's coming soon, Scarlet. Um, I, I will give her her credit where it's due to where she just goes against the grain i love people that go against the grain and do what the hell that they want to do so we'll see um i, I think i'll check out this new doja or i'll keep an eye or an ear out for what she has coming i do like the single what's the name of it is it a yeah it's attention i like attention a lot the beat is hard uh just the, the way that song is crafted. I really do like that. Her verse is fucking amazing. And yeah, I was like, this is what I want to hear. Like, really, like if, if she's not going to do the pop music, this is what I want to hear from Doja. Like this right here. But um, yeah, I, I will give her that. I can see why people aren't really too fond of her anymore. And it's only because uh, she's not the artist that they want her to be. And me included with that. Like, I I love the pop version of her. So, yeah, man, uh, big up to Doja Cat. Uh, I, if she's dropping more songs like Attention, I'm, I'm here for it, man. That's what I want to hear. But if not, still, cool. Keep doing your thing. And I also kind of wanted to touch on the Shannon Sharp, Undisputed, Stephen A. Smith thing. It's kind of weird you know, I don't know if this is like a beef or frenemy type thing that's going on uh, with Shannon Sharp. But Stephen A. Smith recently told Joe Budden, and I believe it was on the, the JBP, uh, that Shannon Sharp was being pushed out of Undisputed. And I, I think part of that is true, especially knowing if you're familiar with Shannon Sharp, where he comes from, country man, like he just taught real country when he first appeared in front of the cameras and to should i take it there <laughs> uh I, I would say to white people um you would think that he's probably not well educated around that time and then to you know watch him grow into being the person that he is and then him pop up on undisputed and him just break down barriers and and prove people wrong because people did question it when they decided to add him to Undisputed with Skip Bayless, they were like, well, how? Like, why do you think he deserves that spot? And then, of course, we see why he deserved that spot. But it doesn't surprise me that 
Shannon Sharp, to some degree, was sort of kind of being pushed out of Undisputed. So he was like, well, fuck it. I could take I could, I could take my likeness elsewhere. And then I think we kind of saw that with the whole Club Shay Shay thing pop off. And that that's cool. And that's still going. And then him moving on to something else. Like I said, he don't need Undisputed. I think Undisputed needs him more than anything. And... <laughs> Uh, like I said, I hope the Club Shay Shay thing is still continuing. That needs to continue because I love Club Shay Shay and I love the guests that he has on and whatever else that he decides to do. I'm in full support of Shannon Sharp. I've been a huge Shannon Sharp fan since a kid and um, I like to see where he goes with this post Undisputed Era. It does suck to not see him on there with Skip Bayless in a sense, but hey, if the rumors are true that he was being pushed out, that's their fault. They made that mistake. And it was funny watching one of the Undisputed episodes, and there were like three black analysts, maybe four, around Skip Bayless. And they were, they, uh, Skip Bayless basically did not get a chance to talk or barely got a chance to really voice his opinion. The shit was hilarious. And I think it was kind of in a sense of, let, let's see if we can get to him, you know, because you all we know when we watched Undisputed and Shannon Sharp said what he had to say, Skip would get mad and say, my turn. And he, he would just act like a little child if he couldn't get his his opinion out. So that that clip was pretty hilarious to watch. But yeah, uh, that's a huge mistake on where are they on FS1 network? That's a huge that's a huge mistake for those guys. And I feel bad for, well, no, I don't. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. And uh, last but not least, before I get up out of here, um, and I had a couple people come back to me about this Brick Lady situation. They they stand by what she says. They believe everything that she says. And uh, there's nothing that I can do to change their opinion. My job isn't to change your opinion. What I do is give my opinion, controversial or not, and... If you don't like what I'm saying, you can just simply turn me off and just keep going. I don't care. If you if you want to hear to say, okay, what crazy shit Sid about to say this time around? Cool. Great. Fine and dandy with me. But like I said from the jump, I didn't believe that video because that don't look like no brick injury. There's a whole lot more that goes down with being hit with a brick. Okay. Um, growing up in certain environments and seeing certain things, you know what certain injuries. <laughs> let me not bring that type of shit up but that that didn't look like nothing that that didn't look like nothing close to a brick that little her skin was swelling up like she probably like i don't know like a like hives or something she must have ate something or skin started to swell up allergic reaction and i was like you know what i'm gonna just sit back and shut up until i, I hear something else because i was really about to come in here and say well, damn, like women can't even go out and feel safe. Like they got to have their head on a swivel. And if they don't give their number out to a certain dude, they got to be careful what type of person he is in the environment because they might get hit with something. That's wild. But I said, you know what? I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. And I'm just going to wait until more details come out. I couldn't help myself because I kept watching that video. And then there were other videos that came out. And I said, no, some don't sound right. And of course, I stand on that 10 toes down. 
But some of y'all really need to be ashamed of yourselves. Oh, Sid, you don't know what you're talking about. You just, you don't like women. You, you always disrespecting the black queens and did it. I'm like, fam, what are you talking about? What is this? <laughs> what are we doing here, man? Like what? No, but, um, it is what it is. She lied. She scammed. Y'all fell for it. And yeah, that's that. Get over it. Anyway, there are Jordan fours right now. Uh, getting ready to be released and the rumor is that they're black mambas and I'm, I'm really excited i want to see what those look like i don't think the picture is out yet i want to see what they look like first and i know they won't cost at least over 200 dollars. and i said well you know what let me wait i don't even want to buy them not yet so <laughs> uh, i'm gonna wait and um, i'm gonna wait to see what that price is I know they're going to sell out and it's going to be a few years before I could get them again. But I also saw Hip Hop 50 edition Nikes, Jordan 1s, I believe. I think they were Jordan 1s, Hip Hop 50 edition and under the shoe, <clears throat> I think the left side said South and then the other on the right side said Bronx in gold. The shoe's black and gold. It looked really cool. It was $150 and I was like, you know what, man, I got more important shit to do. <laughs> I can't get them right now, man. Hey, look, here's how I shop for shoes. This is how I shop. Now, there's a an app called Nike or no, not Nike, but Nice Kicks. And they got any type of shoe advertised like they'll just throw notifications at you day in and day out on any type of shoe from Nikes to Adidas to whatever special editions, whatever. Most of the time, they got a bunch of discounted stuff on maybe Finish Line or Foot Locker or Dr. J's or nike what have you um if them shoes are more than like 90 dollars i'm not getting them they got to be like 90 dollars uh, under that and if they're like maybe 110 or 120 and they're discounted down to like maybe 70 80 that's when i'll probably get them that's how i got them what was it it was a pair of air jordan one lows i think they're like red white and black and then another one that's like baby blue and black with the white sole and then i think i got some nike court visions that were sixty dollars that's how i shop for shoes <laughs> so when you see me showing some new kicks and shit i look <laughs> they cost a lot but i'll be waiting for the discount price the only thing that i've gotten recently that's super expensive are these yeezy foam runners these all black yeezy foam runners that's it and i found those on I think, yeah, stock X and the bidding price was $200. That was it. Cause the rest of them were like 450, 500, maybe $600. I don't be spending money on shoes like that. The easy foam runners is about as the most I probably ever spent on shoes ever. But yeah, uh, with that being said, that wraps this episode up for me. Thank you for listening to episode 512. Real quick, shout out to my favorite podcasters. The John Effect Podcast, 12 Kyle Podcast, Random Tandem, Tackless Know-It-All, Two Awkward Millennials, Reasonable Ignorance, and Ignorant Philosophy, Brunch with Besties. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. And shout out to Whitney Janae and Rose the Artist, the host and co-host of Sex with Friends podcast. Last but not least, 
Shout out to our BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to BYNKradio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down to you see grown man shit with Robin Mortal. Jasmine Blue's blog by Jasmine Blue. And yours truly, Social Introvert. Uh, be sure to tune in every Thursday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Thursday Night Lights, which is a radio show powered by BYNK Radio. Just go on to the website, bynkradio.net. Stay at the top of the page at the header, press play, and have yourself a great time. This radio show is hosted by one half of government named Cole Jackson. And uh, yeah, man, I, I really enjoy that radio show. I love it so much. And on Saturdays at 12 noon Central Time, the replay for Thursday Night Lights will air around that time. So make sure you tune in on Saturdays if you didn't get to tune in Thursday evening. And make sure you like and share and subscribe to the Teradome Highway podcast, which is a horror movie podcast hosted by me. And um, I've been kind of slow with it. I'm trying to take my time. I'm I'm nervous, but I'm not nervous about the podcast. I really enjoy doing it. And it's probably because I've been so used to doing the social introvert for so long. And now I'm starting a new show. It's it's challenging, but yeah, we'll we'll get there, man. Uh episode 15 will be out. Uh well, episode 14 and then 15. 14 is Jeepers Creepers. 15 is The Hitcher with Rudger Howard, one of my favorite movies growing up. I can't believe my mom let me watch that movie as a kid. <laughs> that movie is crazy, man. But yeah, uh, anyway, uh, with that being said, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. Have a good and safe week. Have an even better and safer weekend wherever you go. Whatever festivities you get into, stay safe. And yeah, uh, I'll see you guys next week. Peace. The Social Introvert. Sometimes we agree on that, ask you how we've been doing It's your boy Clueless, that's a lot of baggage we gotta unpack I know all that bullshit I be on, it's hard enough to swallow That's a lot of time and history we tryna follow I'm gonna blame it on your girl if you ain't here tomorrow, goddamn Found me on the front lines trying to be your man. I should have had some sense about me, could have made a plan. I know all the fools rush in when the pussy in the man. Okay, pick up the phone, you already know. I ain't really shit sometimes, we agree on that. Ask you how we been doing. Is your boy clueless? That's a lot of baggage we ain't gotta unpack. Okay, pick up the phone, you already know. I ain't really shit sometimes, we agree on that. Ask you how we been doing. Bluegrass, all right. I'm talking about Diane. Do I Radio?